Welcome to Chicago Tabernacle, a place of becoming. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Please join us now as we hear a message from Pastor Toledo. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Isn't the Lord so good today? God bless you, brothers and sisters. Hello, not just to our local family, but our entire online uh, family. We love you so much. We've been praying for you, and we trust you've had an awesome week in the Lord. This is the Lord's day. It's an awesome day in the Lord, and we've worshiped him in such a beautiful and wonderful way, and now we're going to worship him with our giving. And, you know, I want to encourage you to make this a a very important, very um, sweet part of your worship to God. There's something I believe so beautiful and so powerful when, when we as the children of God come and we offer a little gift to the one who has everything, to the one who is all powerful, to the one who doesn't need anything but is pleased by this moment, this simple act of worship this past week, as we were having family devotions, I, I read something out of, I believe it was Psalm 105, where the Bible says that God keeps his promise for a thousand generations. And then it talks about the promises that he made to Abraham. Today, we are the recipients of the overflow of the promise that he made to Abraham that he would have, that the righteous would live by faith and those who live by faith would be his children, our father Abraham, and that God would bless us and make us a blessing. I hope you believe that today. Do you know God wants to bless you and make you a blessing? And as we go to worship God, let's thank him for the promise, for the goodness of God that is like a beautiful canopy, like an umbrella over our lives. What a good, good father we serve today. Come on, let's worship him as we give. Father, thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you that we belong to you. Every day, Lord, we wake up as your children, as children of the Most High God. And Father, we're so grateful that we belong to you. Thank you for the day that you opened our eyes so that we could see your goodness, so that we could see that Jesus is the only way to salvation and that Jesus is the friend that sticks closer than a brother. Thank you. Truly, we're a blessed people. And God, we acknowledge from start to finish, from day to day, month to month, year to year, you are the one who provides for us. And that's why we take this opportunity to bring an offering to you. It's small, Lord, compared to your greatness and your glory and your power and your kingdom. What we offer to you is tiny, but we offer it to you with deep love in our hearts and with deep gratitude, Lord, that you're the one who takes care of us and you're a good, good father. So bless this offering. Use it for the furtherance of your kingdom. God, if someone is tight, Lord, today, 
if they're experiencing financial difficulties. Step in, Heavenly Father, and save us and deliver us. Step in for someone today. Right now, God, we ask that you would step in and make up for what's lacking. Thank you that you're, you're the kind of God, the kind of Father who hears and answers. Bless this offering. Bless your people. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. Praise the Lord. Man, I'm so overwhelmed today by the goodness of God and so excited to be bringing the, the message today. As you know, we're on this series titled, Are You Ready? And um, what I want to do today is I want to review some of the questions because what you're going to begin to see is how the answers to these questions, these principles that we're learning, how they work together so that we would be strong in the Lord, so that we'll be happy in Jesus, so that we'll be walking in victory. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, amen? Even during this crazy crisis, we can walk in victory. So let's review this. First of all, are you on top of your thoughts? Who's shaping and affecting your thought life? We are supposed to be shaped in our thinking by the word of God and by the, 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 the worship of God and the presence of God and the kingdom of God. We have the mind of Christ. So who is affecting your thoughts? Are you on top of your thoughts? Remember, every time you pick up your phone, you need to be in control of your thoughts. We manage our thoughts and we take captive everything that is not of God, amen? So that's the first thing. Then secondly, one of the ways that enables us to be on top of our thoughts is the answer to the next question. Do you cross over, which we talked about last week? Are you crossing over on a daily basis into the presence of God through worship? Powerful things happen when we enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. There is joy unspeakable and full of glory in the presence of God. Times of refreshing in the presence of God. And let me tell you something. When you spend time worshiping the Lord, and I hope you're worshiping him every day, start your day with worship. Can I encourage you? Listen to worship music. And you know what? Make some music from your heart to the Lord. Even if you can tell that you're a little off key. Sometimes I know I'm off key and I laugh, but I know God is good with it. So worship the Lord. Are you crossing over? You cross over into the presence of God and then you walk out differently. We walk out blessed and strengthened and ready because we've been in presence, in the presence of the King. And then... When you cross over in worship, then you're postured to do something that is very, very important. And it's actually what today's message is all about. And so here's question number three. Do you leave it with him? Do you leave it with him? There are certain things that need to be left with the Lord. 
And what I'm talking about today is a certain kind of praying that needs to take place on a continual basis, on a daily basis. There are certain things that just need to be left with him. Do you know, have you learned, have you developed the ability to walk by faith and leave your burdens with the Lord? Are you leaving it with him? We should be able to leave our troubles and our struggles with the Lord. Let me put it to you this way. We cannot control what comes at us, but we can control what stays on us. Let me say that one more time. We cannot control what comes at us, but we can control what stays on us. And certain things should not stay on us. We need to cast it on to the Lord. And that's what today's message is, uh, is all about. And can I say this before I read the verses? What I'm talking about today, I noticed that even this week, or in the last week, the Wall Street Journal agrees with us. Now, I'm not making them a spiritual authority, but listen to this. There is an article that came out in the Wall Street Journal on May 22nd in the health section, The Science of Prayer. Let me read a little quote to you. Some scientists who study prayer believe that people who pray are benefiting from a feeling of emotional support. Imagine, this is a perfect example. Imagine carrying a backpack hour after hour it will start to feel impossibly heavy. But if you can hand it off to someone else to hold for a while, it will feel lighter when you pick it up. This is what prayer can do. And what's really powerful is that the, the only thing that's not correct is that when you give a burden to the Lord, you can leave it with the Lord. You don't have to pick it up again. Everybody say amen to that. So do you leave it with him? God has made this life so that his children can come and leave their burdens with the Lord. So look, I want to read a couple of verses to you where Paul is really explaining this to us. In Philippians chapter 4, he says, Do not be anxious about anything. There's no reason that validates or justifies our living in a state of anxiety. There's no reason that justifies or validates our living in a state of worry, affected and controlled by worry. When we cross over into the presence of God and then we leave it with him, we should be worry-free. So watch this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Present your request to God and the peace of God. Everybody say the peace of God. One more time. And the peace of God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, meaning that it doesn't have to make sense. It transcends all understanding. It will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You want to memorize some verses? Memorize these verses this week. Meditate on this. Walk in this. Relish these powerful verses that are promises to us that we don't have to live burdened. We can actually present our burdens to the Lord. Perhaps we should think about it this way. Um, 
In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus himself is talking about the issue of worry, and he uses uh, the lilies of the field, and he uses the birds of the air as an example of how he takes care of them. And look at what Matthew uh, chapter 6, 25 uh, says, and in that, as we go to read this, think of yourself as a sparrow, and I want to read a little children's rhyme to you as well. Therefore, I tell you, these are the words of Christ. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry. The King James, I love it, says this, take no thought. When I read this, I was blown away by the way they translated this. Take no thought means don't think about it. It says, therefore I tell you, these are the words of Christ. Do not worry or take no thought about your life, what you will eat or drink, about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? And he goes on to say, your father knows exactly what you need. So listen, I came across this in my studies and I want not only for you to learn this, but I think that we should teach all of our children this, this little stanza of a children's rhyme. Here it is. Said a robin to a sparrow, I should really like to know why these anxious human beings rush about and worry so. Said the sparrow to the robin, I suppose that it must be that they have no heavenly father such as cares for you and me. Brothers and sisters, we have a heavenly father that cares for us. He cares for you. And he has the power and the ability and the wisdom and the strategy, the know-how, the resources to take care of every simple detail of your life and of my life. And so today, we're going to talk about the very important principle of leaving it with the Lord. And I want to pray. I want to pray that you would really take hold of these truths. Put it into practice. Take hold of these truths because God wants you to walk in victory today. God is greater than your circumstances. He's greater than our challenges. He's greater than all of these different things that we are facing that we've never faced before, at least for the last hundred years uh, 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 on the globe. But God is good and he's faithful. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. And Lord, we come before you so aware of the fact that you take care of the lilies and you take care of the sparrows, the birds of the air. And Lord, you take even better care of your children. And so Lord, I lift up all of my brothers and sisters today. God, would you teach us, would you release a grace into our lives to cast our cares upon you. It pleases you when we leave it with you. It pleases you, Lord God, when we trust you and when we take no thought and when we say, I will not allow myself to be burdened. Father, bless this word. So many people, Lord, can be affected Choices uh, made because of worry and fear, but not for your people in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father, no one drops out and no one drops off. 
We stand on that truth today and we say, Lord, we're gonna cast our cares upon you. So bless this word, Lord, by your mighty power. Take the next few moments and let there be a, a holy, godly, uh, supernatural transfer of grace, Lord, to your people from your throne of grace. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, amen and amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, before we actually get into breaking down this text, let me point out that Philippians says, when you leave it with him, then you will be guarded by the peace of God. God wants to be a shield around us. He wants to, the, the word guard, it's literally a military term. It's like a fortress around our hearts and our minds. Yes, what I'm talking about is not too difficult for God. What I'm talking about is absolutely, totally possible for your life. It doesn't matter where you find yourself today. You might be discouraged. You might be depressed. You might find yourself down in the dumps. But I'm telling you right now, God can surround you with his peace. And God is the greatest, the most powerful. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. God is able to do something that literally surpasses all understanding. But what we have to do is we have to cooperate and obey the word of God and take steps. See, a lot of people, they come and listen to sermons and they even agree with the sermon. But the problem is, is they just don't do what the sermon says. You have to cross over. You have to lift your hands. You have to bow your heart and worship God. You have to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. There comes a time where you have to worship him. And as you worship him, and as you bow before the presence of God, then it becomes time to leave it with him. Right there in the presence of God. Imagine having access to the most powerful king in all of the universe. And you know that when you get into the presence of that king, where there's presidents and there's, uh, and there's princes and there's kings and there's all of these, these titles that, that the leaders of this world have, but Jesus is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And the amazing thing about Jesus is that every day he invites us to come into his presence. We may not have access to the, to the uh, what's the name of the, the Oval Office, we may not be able to get into the president. We may not be able to get an audience with the governor or the mayor, but hallelujah, we can always have an audience with Jesus. Know that today and put that into practice. And what will happen? Peace will be like a fortress all around us. You know, Paul, when he was talking about this, as we studied this, Paul was saying, semantically speaking, the way he kind of meant this, was that there is a lifestyle, a, a kind of habitual way of thinking that some people are habitual worriers. Like you allow worry to come upon you instead of saying, I stand against that and I want God to surround me with his peace. Choose the peace of God today. 
by leaving it with him. And here Paul is giving us kind of a two-step process for how we can leave it with him. So the first thing that he teaches us here is to ask and thank. He says, he tells us to not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, listen, by prayer and petition, petition means to ask with thanksgiving. Ask and thank. Everybody say, ask and thank. See, when you cross over into God's presence, then you can ask and thank. And when the Bible here talks about asking and thanking, it means that you pray with an attitude that believes in the goodness of God. Okay? It means that you pray positive prayers because you know that God is good. It means that when you're talking to God, even while you're asking him, you're thanking him for what he's going to do while you ask him. You're saying, thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. I know, Lord, that you didn't come to this earth just to save me, but to bless me. Do you believe that God wants to bless you? I'm telling you right now, he wants to bless you. He wants, to, he wants to, for you to live a life of joy and peace and strengthen him. God wants to bless our lives. And when you start to pray, the way to pray is with this attitude of, I know that God is good. I know that God is faithful. Even during hard times, I believe that he's going to bless me. You know what I've been doing? I've been thanking God that we as a church are going to come out on the other side of this crisis better and stronger. I've been thanking God that he's been exercising spiritual muscles in your life and in my life, in our family, in our leadership. And when we come out of this, we're going to be stronger in the Lord. We're going to be closer to the Lord because we know that God works all things together for our good. This thing is not going to crush us. This thing is going to make us better and stronger. That's what we believe from the word of God. We're going to have a healthier church. I believe that God is going to use this to teach you how to become privately healthy. Do you know how much we pray for that? We pray that God would make you privately healthy, that you would be full of a sense of the call of God, the mission of God, walking with a sense of clarity. When we get released, and hallelujah, I know it's coming soon, when we get released out of this shelter in place, we're going to be people on mission because we're making the most of this time. Alton Garrison said this, his past performance is a, predict is a predictor of his future behavior. Let me say that one more time. His past performance is a predictor of his future behavior. And so when you ask God, you thank God because you know God has been faithful in the past and he'll be faithful again, even in, in light of what we are facing today. This crisis did not catch Jesus by surprise. And Jesus is able to bless us and make us fruitful and help us to multiply. How many would say amen to that? Can I tell you, let me give you an example. God is into stuff big and small. What I'm gonna, the example I want to give you is kind of, is really big and small in a way, but it's also really big. But I read just recently that a restaurant owner, I mean, this is like in the last week, a restaurant owner said you should let the, look, this is the case for letting the restaurant industry die. 
And he's saying, listen, we shouldn't save restaurants. It doesn't even matter if there's no more restaurants. And on and on it goes. And when I read that, I said, oh, no, we'll go on a 21-day fast. We want restaurants, you know. We, we enjoy restaurants. We enjoy going out to eat and fellowshipping with one another. And you know, that may not be the most important thing on the planet, but God has blessed us and he wants to bless us. He wants to enjoy us to enjoy the big things and the small things. So listen, when you come to God today, just remember God wants to bless you. So ask and thank. Do it with a great sense of, Lord, you're, you are faithful and you have come through in the past. You're gonna come through through again for me, Lord. Whatever your situation is, ask and thank. It's not easy. Some people like to pray like this. Some people love to just grovel in the presence of God. And I'm not saying there's not a time to weep and to pour out a broken heart. But it's not all the time. That's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible doesn't teach that we are just broken and we're sad in the presence of God. The Bible teaches us to ask and thank while we're asking. Ask him and thank him while you're asking him. Saying, Lord, I need you to get me out of this, but I thank you for getting me out of this. And I thank you, Lord, that you are working all things for my good. So that's the first thing that we need to do we need to ask and thank. Be positive in the presence of God because he's great and he's mighty and he's faithful. Be positive. Know that our God wants to help us and bless us. So that's the first thing. The second thing that this passage teaches us is then present and leave, but in peace. Everybody say, present and leave, in peace, okay? So watch this, let me read this to you. So it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So I'm going off camera for a second. Here's what God is saying. Thank him, praise him. Enter his crossover into his presence, worship him, and then at a certain point, take whatever you've been carrying around in your backpack, take your weight, present it to God, and then leave. Present and leave, and don't take that weight back up. This is something that we all have to learn. We have to learn how to give God the weight and say, I'm not going to carry this any longer. I'm going to leave this with the Lord knowing that my God is able to carry. Does anybody believe that God is able to carry that weight? Yes, he is. And listen, this has always been the Lord's way. From the very beginning, God has always been available to his people to come and to present and leave. Present means it's, a, it's, it's an action word that you get into that inner sanctuary with God and you leave your burden with him. And look at, look at this history real, real quickly. God has always been available. Everybody say he's available. He's available today. He's available right now. And he's always been available. First of all, the patriarchs would build altars. 
And they would take these rocks and they would build altars and they would, they would offer thanksgiving to God and they would give their burdens to God and say, Lord, I look to you and I trust you to take care of me. On the mountain of the Lord it shall be provided. Then God had Moses build the tabernacle. And in, in uh, Exodus chapter 25, 8, I believe, it says, build me a tabernacle so that I can dwell among my people. And so in the tabernacle, there was this place called the Holy of Holies where the priests could go in and there was the mercy seat and there was the place where forgiveness would take place. One time a year, the priest would go in to the presence of God and what God said is, I want you to put, listen to this, this is important. I want you to put a breast, uh, uh, a breastplate on the priest that comes in and on that breastplate, will be all of the tribes, okay? They were all of the tribes were kind of written on the chest. And, he's, and it was basically saying, I want that priest to come before me and bring the burdens on his chest and the burdens of that nation into my presence. And right there, I will forgive and I will carry those burdens myself. It's always been that way that God says we can come in. So listen, Moses built the tabernacle, then David and Solomon, they built the temple. And then finally, we as Christians, Jesus, when he died on the cross, the Bible says that veil to the Holy of Holies was, was rent in two from top to bottom. And Jesus opened the way so that all of us, not just a special priest, all of us can come boldly to the throne of grace and give him what's on our chest. What's on your chest? What's on your heart? Notice that it says, and the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. You know why? Because sometimes we carry these burdens on our chest. And Jesus is inviting you today. Marital problems. Whatever is on your chest, bring it to the Lord emotional problems, financial problems, whatever is on your heart, bring it to the Lord. Do you know last uh, Tuesday we prayed in the prayer meeting, Pastor Jose's, I believe it was his nephew, 10 years old, little boy fell out the window and um, he had a terrible concussion and uh, they, they said that they were gonna have to operate on him because of the swelling in his brain. And we, we were in prayer meeting and we brought that need uh, to the Lord. And so we got a report in a couple of days and the doctor himself said something happened on Tuesday night. And on Tuesday night, the swelling began to, to uh, be reduced. There was a reversal of what was happening. And they say, we don't have to operate him. We don't have to do what we thought we would have to do. You know why? Because we can cast our burdens upon the Lord. He's great and he's mighty and he's powerful. Hallelujah. Our God is not too busy to hear the cries of his people. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And as we've been praying over the last couple of weeks, God keeps coming through. He keeps coming through because when we cast our cares upon him, 
he carries them. Look at this, Psalm 68, 19, if the musicians could come. I love this. Here's another verse. By the way, these are days to be memorizing the word of God. Watch this. Praise be to the Lord, to God our Savior, who daily bears our burdens. Daily. Everyone say daily. God daily bears our burdens. God is daily available for us to present and leave in peace. That's what he wants us to do today. He wants you, regardless of where you've been, regardless of what you've done, he wants you to draw near to him today. You are invited to draw near to God and present your burdens and to leave in peace. As we go to wrap up the message, what can we leave, right? What can we leave with the Lord? I want to give you a quick list and you could even add a few in yourself. First of all, we can leave our problems with the Lord. You have a problem? Jesus daily bears our burdens. Leave it with him. You, wait a second, let me, let me get this straight, Pastor. Are you saying that I should just pray today and give the Lord my problem and then not think about it? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Are you, but, but that's irresponsible. No, sometimes there are things that you need to do. If you've got to do some things to take care of the problem, do them. But don't worry about them. Don't carry the problem. Okay? God says you don't need to carry those things. Leave it with me. And there's something about your faith that says, I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about the goodness of God. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to trust the Lord. I'm going to celebrate the Lord. We will come out of this better. We will go to restaurants. I'm believing God for a mask-free world. It might take a little while, but we're gonna get there, hallelujah. We're gonna get there. Why? Because our God is an awesome God. It's not because doctors are smart. It's not because governments are smart. It's because our God is an awesome God and he loves to bless his people. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, when you cross over, and then when you leave, your heart can be guarded, your mind, by the peace of God. What else? What, what can we leave with him? We can leave sinful acts. One of the things that is crushing people right now is sin and secret. We spend more time alone than ever. And maybe you're being conquered by some sinful habits. Well, Jesus wants to break that habit in the name of Jesus. By his mighty power, he wants to break that habit. But you know what? You got to bring it to him. Come boldly to the throne of grace means open up. Come with all of your dirty laundry. Come with all of the ugly stuff and start with Jesus. Next week, we're going to be taking communion. And I love when we collectively take communion and ask God to cleanse us, but you can ask God to cleanse you right now. You can bring the burden of sin to the Lord right here, right now. And guess what? You can leave in peace.
because he's ready to forgive. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What can we leave with him? Attitudes. We can leave the wrong attitudes with the Lord. We can leave our feelings with the Lord. Sometimes certain things affect the way we feel, our emotion, our attitudes. And can I tell you, if you come to Jesus and you say, Jesus, I got the wrong attitude right now. Or Jesus, I have the wrong feelings right now, Lord. The way I feel about this is not right. It's, it's ugly. But Lord, I'm going to leave these feelings with you. I'm going to trust you to take care of this. I'm not going to hold on to bitterness. I'm not going to hold on to anger. I'm going to trust you to take care of that which is burdening me. That is exactly what he wants to do. Hallelujah. He's faithful. He's wonderful. Brothers and sisters, he's right there with you. He's, you know, I was telling someone this, and I'll close with this if the, if the singers could come. I was just telling someone, look, in the color wheel of life, okay, in the color wheel of life, there are bright colors and then there are dark colors. There are these, these dark shades. And sometimes in life you go through seasons where it's gray and dark, you know, and, and if you're not careful, it could have such a powerful impact on your emotions. But our God is in charge of all of our days. And you might be feeling down today, but God is saying, I want to teach you something. I want to teach you how to come into my presence one way and walk out of it another way. I want to teach you how to present and leave in peace. Because brothers and sisters, the Bible has this whole line, and we'll close with this, it has this whole line of God's availability, and then it goes on to say that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Do you know that? Did you know the Bible says that we now are the living temple? I'm speaking to you from our church right now. We got this little this studio here, and we call it the, the, the temple of God. Yes, and throughout history, buildings were called temple, but we are the temple. And we can meet God today. God wants to meet you. He wants to meet me. All we have to do is ask and thank. Everybody say, ask and thank. I know I said the other day, uh, uh, I can't see you, but I want you to stand up. If you've been listening, I want you to stand up. If you've been having oatmeal while I was preaching, that's cool. But right now, put your oatmeal down. I want you to stand up. I want you to stop doing anything because we're crossing into the presence of God right now. He's a faithful God. He's a good, good Father. He's wonderful. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet and begin to lift your hands. Hallelujah. We ask and then we thank and then we present. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We praise you. We thank you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness today, oh God. 
What a wonderful Savior we serve. You finish what you started. God, you have never failed. You won't start with me. You're present in every step. Patient with every heartache. God, you have never failed. You won't start with me. We have this confidence. You'll finish what you started. God, you have never failed. You won't start with me. You're present in every step. Patient with every heartache. God, you have never failed. You won't start with me. We have this confidence. You'll finish what you started. God, you have never failed. You won't start with me. You're present in every step. Patient with every heartache. God, you have never failed. You won't start with me. We have this confidence. You'll finish what you started. God, you have never failed. You won't start with me. You're present in every step. Patient with every heartache. God, you have never failed. of God over our lives. We receive the promise of God. Hallelujah. Listen, I know that we all have different burdens. Some of us have many burdens. What are you carrying today? What's on your chest right now? What's on your heart right now? because we're gonna to touch and agree, you're gonna to leave it with the Lord today. 
You're gonna leave it with God. You're gonna cast your care upon the Lord today. All over Chicago, all over this country, all over this world, the people of God are gonna believe and receive the promise of God. And he says to, to present it, to leave it with him today. Hallelujah. So Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we cast our cares upon you. We cast financial burdens. We cast emotional hurt and pain upon you. God, we cast any confusion, any sense of fear, oh God. We cast it at your feet in the name of Jesus. We leave it with you today, Father. God, go by your spirit into homes, oh God. Go by your spirit into offices and cars. Go in the park, Lord Jesus. And Lord, right now, give us the grace, Lord, to leave it with you in the name of Jesus. We leave it. We leave it in the name of Jesus. Lord, you will be faithful to your promise. We don't know how you're going to sort it out. We don't know how you're going to solve it. We don't know how you're going to figure it out. But we know that you are now carrying our problem. And when it's with you, all things are possible. Hallelujah. So we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Blessed be your name. Come on, lift your hands to him. Hallelujah. If you said it, we believe it. You're a man of your word. If you said it, we believe it. You're a man of your word if you said it we believe it you're a man of your word if you said it we believe it you're a man of your word if you said it we believe it you're a man of your word if you said it we believe it you're a man of your word if you said it we believe it you're a man of your word if you said it we believe it you're a man of your word hallelujah jesus father we thank you for this day and we thank you that we're walking out of this service differently we're walking out lighter because we've cast it upon you and we will not take it back. We will not pick it up again. And Lord, as we close, I just pray for that faith, that confidence that says I will not pick it up again. I will walk trusting in my mighty Savior, in my mighty King, Jesus, the Lord of all. Bless your people. Bless this day. I thank you that our day is going to be different because we trust you and we depend upon you. Bless your people and use us, Lord God, to speak a word of life and a word of encouragement to someone. Use us to share our good, good Father, our good, good Savior, Jesus Christ, with somebody else. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone said, Amen and Amen. God bless you. We love you so much. We'll see you on Tuesday. Have an awesome week in the Lord. God bless you.